There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Let me just tell you the way I define infrastructure. One of my definitions is the things you just need to get where you need to go. The Connecticut Supreme Court taking up the question if women should be able to have their own workout areas at gyms or if it's considered discrimination. The case could have a wide-ranging impact on anti-discrimination laws. Like, make them feel good about it, but not in, like, a weird way. Just be like, hey, I just want to let you know, I start working out, I think you're really bomb. Don't say anything like, oh, you're so hot. And they're down, they're down. Just be like, I think you're so bomb and you're killing it. Like, take my number if you want, text me later. I no longer have grandparents due to this virus because of people like you who don't want to wear a mask in the store. It's ridiculous. Ah, oh, Alice, I think you're so bomb. Thanks, honey. I think you're bomb, too. What else did she say? Oh, are you down? <laughs> if she's down, she's right. down. Right. If you're down, you're down. If not, then I don't. Okay. <laughs> I think you're so bomb. <laughs> Wait a second. Isn't that a bit of like a give? I think you're so bomb is like a really uh, like the nuclear option of pining for somebody, <laughs> right? I don't. Wouldn't I don't. you try to be a little more subtle? I don't like know. I saw you working out. I think you're so bomb. <laughs> I'm trying that today. I got my gym pass today. My gym membership. Mm-hmm. I was going to go today, but now we've got uh, all sorts of millions of things, including baseball games and trips to stores to replace equipment that our kids have either buried in a time capsule somewhere, or uh, you know, have it has been abducted by the, by aliens. And uh, and you've got to get a wardrobe. Alice has a um, has a. Job interview? Yeah, I didn't want to try to put it in code just in case the warehouse people are monitor us. Um, And then a thousand other things. I didn't get to go to the gym and tell any any of the chicks that they're a bomb. Poor you. Could you imagine if I (laughs) saw a 23-year-old girl like... I think you would probably lose your gym membership if you started going around the gym (laughs) telling girls you thought they were bomb. I don't think I would finish the final B on bomb before... I would be shown the door, and I would be revoked. <laughs> yeah. There's a way they do it. To, they, what they don't tell you... Oh, I should... Let me start from the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. <laughs> okay, fine. So, I'll laugh at that. Go ahead, honey. Wouldn't kill you to take it from where I left it, Alice. Da, 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 You can just... It's just what? Just keep going with whatever you are going to say. All right, Connecticut, uh, Mass. Uh, no, no, it's not Massachusetts, is it? Connecticut's its own state, Alice. Um, one of the first thirteen colonies, as a matter of fact. Off Did you to know a that? great start here. Did you know what? You know that? Do you know what was invented in Connecticut? Uh, no, I don't know. Connect four. I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is what's happening in Connecticut. Home of Connect Four. Um, <clears throat> there is this. So this, these two dudes tried to use a a gym, 
a little bit ago. They're in the gym, the normal part of the gym, the integrated co-ed part of the gym. No, no, you know, the in- it's co-ed, right? If it's two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and all the good equipment was taken. So then they see the women's part of the gym and they say, screw this. We'll just go use that equipment. But then the gym gods said, no, 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 no. And 86 these dudes. And so they were very, very angry. And so they sued, and they want free gym rights for men everywhere. And so now this case is in currently the Connecticut Supreme Court, and arguments, final arguments were made yesterday. I talked to the lawyer today. So what's at stake here is if if these guys win, that any mm-hmm. undelineated um, space in law currently, like changing stations, dressing rooms, any other place, well, uh, bathrooms it wouldn't include, but oh, just about any other place where women may be uh, naked, partly or somewhat or completely, mm-hmm. um, men would be allowed to use now completely, including some like, locker rooms, some depending. Okay. Um, so, and so that could be a problem. It, beach, a good example is beach shower rooms. Okay. You know, and this is. This is not a good thing. And as I said in my Substack, which you just published. Just released just now, yep. This is a bad, this is a bad idea. I mean, I, there's two ways to look at this. One, it, just for equal protection under the law, then by definition, the men probably should have access to what the women have access to. Because the women have access to what the men have access to, generally. Right. But in reality, we live in a world here... Well, you can't have this. It's right. it's it's no good. So, but unfortunately, in Connecticut, you know, it's the state that's that's the state supreme court. Yes, but so the state is the one, you know, um, uh, protesting. It's the state representing these men. Oh wow! Right. So the state is—it's the equal rights division or whatever it is of the state hmm. that has taken this case up to the supreme court, and so, and so, in an odd in an odd system or maybe this is because they're worried about intersection with trans and whatever probably yeah. so so now i mean they're the arguing is very interesting because it has to do with they're arguing well what do we do about lesbians who lesbians might want to uh, are might ogle other women as well but they I say, don't think it's the same well okay you're right it's not but it, it was one of the arguments made but why mm-hmm. don't you think it's the same um for one thing there just aren't as many lesbians. So just purely in terms of numbers, having a space that reduces like 99% of the ogling is, you know, a giant step in the right mm-hmm. direction. Um, but secondly, like women just aren't wired the same way men are where they're like, where they're like that. Right. So, so, and that was one of the, th- the defenses made is, is it, you know, I had a caller today and TIWTIC call and say, well, well, what if, does that mean women have to get their own swimming pool? And so the reason not is because women don't have to get their own swimming pool or area on the beach because it's more even numbers in those areas. Right. Health clubs tend to be way predominantly men mm-hmm. and to women. Um, and also, with in the case of lesbians, the state cannot make a determination, essentially. I am butchering this. Your sister should be, the lawyer should be talking. But the state can't make a determination on who is or isn't a lesbian in a club. Right. Whereas Although there's non-discrimination things about sexual orientation in the right. law. But but, the, but 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 we know practically lesbians aren't the problem. Right. Dudes no, are the it's problem. not. I mean not that you couldn't have a one-off like really annoying pervy lesbian yeah. out there. I'm sure it exists somewhere, but it that's generally not uh people that are causing problems for women. Like 99% of it is men. So it's this just is the way oh, it yes. is. Yes, I mean, it, like it, it is just the way it is. And, this and is, men and women are not wired the same way. Like women are generally more respectful of other women than men are. Men are yes. invasive an invasive virus that comes in and bothers women. It's well, right. How you and are. then you in, in a health club you have women wearing extremely um, form fitting clothes. Mm-hmm. Doing, uh, you know, convulsing, etc. In convulsing, no, we're not, we're not convulsing, but whatever they are, right, right. You know, moving in ways 
that are very pleasing to men. You uh-huh. know, on the right person, a stair climber in yoga pants is a winner. And it's also a space where women like, I mean, that's also true in in the club when you go out at night. But it's a space where women are trying to do something. Right. And well, not they're not doing it, even though it is, according to you, pleasing to men. I would not know. But uh, it's not intentionally designed to be pleasing to men. They're trying to do something else. And if it's pleasing to men, that's just a side effect of the whole thing. Right. It's not. They're trying to get a workout in, not uh be eye candy at that moment in time. So it's right. annoying. It, right. It, it all, you know. So my mom so, goes to a women's only gym. Okay. Not as full disclosure. So I think that, I mean, I think that there is a place for it. And I think that it's a totally justified need in society for women to have spaces where sometimes men don't always have to bother them. Right. And, you know, and I will even say, and I feel like such a sellout to guys because I'm as, <laughs> uh, you know. Because you want to be allowed in the women's only section well, of the gym. Well, because I don't have these hang-ups that, the, that mortal men have, obviously, okay, Alice. Uh-huh. I don't know to objectify. I don't notice. You forgot to form. turn on your pink oh, my, Himalayan oh, salt lamps, my speaking of you not having that. But anyway, problem. you know, so I, mm-hmm. in the Substack today, I talk about in 1995, in an apartment in Brighton, a group of fellas uh, was there. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the our my friend John, who was will listen to this, will remember this moment, I'm sure. And a couple of other friends, uh, I don't consider consider them friends after they did this, though. Oh, so obviously. they're my former friends since 1995. Mm-hmm. So uh, sitting in this apartment, probably drinking beer, watching MTV, mm-hmm. uh, into 1995. And one of the guys, I think it was John, as a matter of fact, said. Yells out of nowhere, turn the bleeping lights off, turn the bleeping lights off, in a desperate, as if the lights were, uh, were, you know, attached to uh, plastic explosives and it was about to go off. It was desperately said. And the moment he finished saying it, my other friend dove across the room and killed the lights. So the room was dark. And then suddenly these guys, not me, of course, these guys suddenly crowded around the window and mm-hmm. had identified what they thought was a woman across the way, a co-ed, because we were all 21 at the time or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and uh, like in some state of undress. Either getting dressed or not getting dressed or looks like getting dressed or, or could have had a, I don't know, I don't know, I don't recall the, the person anyway. And and so so every they were in voyeuristic creep positions. Great. As young men looking mm-hmm. across to see, you know, you never know. One woman gets undressed and another young co-ed walks in and then they start kissing. And then, the, you know, the stuff that happens all the time. You know, at that at that point, all you had was all you had was uh, the stories that Penthouse would print. So anything could happen. Mm-hmm. So um, so nothing did happen or or else that the day would have been more memorable. But the point is, is that the guys are dogs. Is which is what the Substack says, and guys are wired like there was no training. Those guys didn't train and go through exercises. Guys, if we see a woman in a building next door, a co-ed <laughs> next building next door, it wouldn't surprise me but, honestly if they did. But but no, because they all knew what to do because guys are dirty. Uh, you know, they're hornballs at that age and whatever. So, so and and you know. It, so that's something that's there. So we don't have to like say, you know, it's not fair. And I heard had some people say this today. It's not fair to label every man in a gym as a dog, and that's unfair. No guy's feeling is hurt from being labeled like that. He either has been guilty of it in the past, so he's got priors, so he knows, you know, that maybe it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing anything, or he is currently one of those guys. You know, especially if you're a young guy. Single guy, right. definitely. When you once you get married, or have, once you have a serious girlfriend, or get married, generally, if you're interested in self-preservation, you learn to not see what's around you. It's mm-hmm. better for you, better for everybody. You know. <laughs> so, uh, but but listen to this. So the Chief Justice there, in um, name Robinson, Chief Justice Robinson mm-hmm. of the Connecticut Supreme Court. I thought this was so interesting because a couple of these justices. This is. As cultural as it is legal. Mm-hmm. So the questions they had, they sound like they should be on this podcast. Asking layman questions. So this is the Chief Justice. But I'm having a problem where it talks about sex and, and discriminating based. And some discrimination is okay. But sex 
discriminating using this thing called sex or using this thing called gender. And I'm not sure what it is. I'm not sure what it is. Right. I think that's interesting. Like, well, either doesn't know what gender is because what no is one it does anymore? anymore? Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so now, what is it? What is the entity? Or what is the element now in legal terms? Yeah. It's just odd. Concepts of objectification and self-objectification. What gives rise to these concepts for women is simply exercising in the presence of men. And I agree with that. I mm -hmm. think that that's absolutely that's the attorney, the defense attorney, essentially the the, the attorney representing uh, the gyms, right? Saying you know, really, just being there, a form in front of the man, being ogled at, and as Colbert would do with Obama, breathing, drinking her in, mm -hmm. is is what it is. So this is the Justice Christine Keller, and it's, she's got to be a conservative justice. This is her take on it. This, to me, is doing the same thing to men in the sense that it's sending a signal to men that you aren't to be trusted. None of you are to be trusted. So we're all going to hide from you because you're going to objectify us and you're going to... In other words, it's, it's, it's exaggerating some kind of propensity or weaker trade in men the way we used to be excluded for the same ground, on the same grounds. Am I wrong? Not at all, Your Honor. But that's not... I, I mean, I'm now to the left of her. Mm -hmm. Because she's saying, you know, we're treating men as... We're othering men now, suggesting that they can't contain themselves and so that they have to... We have to take a step... Well, that's right, you do. Because they can't. Or can't sometimes. Yeah, I mean, or enough of them can't that they can't that we can keep them away from women for a while and that's okay. I mean, that there's enough of a reason to let women have their own spaces without men in them, you know? Um, I think that... I mean, I, I agree. In in today's world, this is a confusing case. What does sex yeah. discrimination mean in 2021? Because I, I don't know how they'd keep men out anyway. If the man just said they identified as a woman, what would they do? They'd go in. <laughs> yes, this is a full of holes, I guess, rule or mm -hmm. thing. And at the same time, it's something that we all know is true, that it absolutely does impact women to have them in the gym with them. Right. Right. And so I got some, you know, I found different women with all sorts of different... Um, uh, opinion. I think that it's important that people get to feel comfortable wherever they want to work out or they want to spend their time. So if somebody's more comfortable being around all females, I think it's really important that we value that as an opinion. Fine. If they're comfortable being with all females, I think that's fine. But then again, you're not allowed to have the men only gym. You should be able to also. Right. Has there ever been a time where you felt uncomfortable working out in um, the presence of the opposite gender? For me, no. I like I sometimes I admit the male they encourage me to like maybe put more effort so yeah not uncomfortable yeah that's a different problem <laughs> but I heard a lot of that I heard a lot of that like the two thing men two things men do are hit on women mm -hmm. uh, uh, straight up or try to tell them how to do an exercise better which yeah. is probably just another form of hitting on them I yeah think. but it's also annoying in its own right. Way. Yeah, which you don't need. That's also like in your personal space kind of thing. Um, but so then I found I, I found this dude called Bradley Martin. Okay. This jarhead guy who's got his own YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So he's at the gym and he decides to, and he's got a bunch of these, hit on girls at the gym. Mm -hmm. So he does it under the guise of, and this is like elementary 101 hitting on okay he does it under the guise of asking women letting them he thinking out loud to them about the best way to hit on women at the gym so that way he's not really it's a hypothetical which is which is very he's cloaked essentially what's uh -huh. that what's that called the the um the romulan thing the, the romulan ship that could cloak itself 
I don't know. The Romulans, you know the Rom- Romulans, they have a ship that cloaks itself, you know? I don't know. Or is that the Klingon no. ship? Somebody will let us know, I'm sure. If, <laughs> okay, trekkie, good. if there's a Trekkie, they're already offended. So, um... So listen to this guy. What? Two girls over here. We're going to talk to them. Peter on girls in the gym. We're going to go talk right to them. Right now. Some questions? Yeah, right now. You're not going to, you don't want to plan this out? Just go? Never met them. Don't know them. Oh. Serious questions. What's up? Obviously, this is not the right way to approach women in the gym. I wanted to ask you your opinion, both you of you guys. You judge that. <laughs> this okay. is for sure not the right way. This is uh, not the right way. Not the right yeah, way. Yeah, this sucks. This is how not to. This honestly sucks. This I'm is... out of breath and you're talking to me and I, I'm out yeah. of breath, so. Damn. So wait for them to be Isn't done. I'm burning more calories, though, because it could I be the right so. way. I think we're asking you guys. So wait, I'm helping them burn calories. <laughs> Maybe that should be a pickup line. Yeah. Be like, like let, hey, me, let me help you with your workout. Let, let me, me help you not breathe. Let me bug Let me force you to talk to me. So, but what, then what's the best way to approach a girl in the gym? If not um, like this. Honestly, Because this is I'm not like, the right way, guys. Definitely not. Doing squats or something, like, heavy, if you want to, like, help me put the weight on. Really? Or, like, take it off. I've never heard yeah. that. I have never. Are you serious? Yeah. Be a gentleman and, like, Because it's, like, 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 heavy. It's hard you're to, not like, being maneuver stuff. We want to look like, heavy. See how a girl feels? Like, if they're, like, if they're, like, oh, okay, like, you know? Oh, like, yeah. But it's, like, yeah, it's, like, a nice way to I feel like it's like that's so mixed because like they're gonna have a, you're gonna have a bunch of guys now going up to girls like and it might creep them He's out. He's just doing research here. Honestly, the best thing you can do is go up to them and be like, "Yo, I think you're cute." At the end of the day, and like give them your number and like. When you Are these a- not the best spokesmen for <laughs> feminism, Alice? Did you think? I don't know. Do the casual like, "Hey, I saw you working out. I think you're bomb. If you want." Get my Instagram. Instagram. They're gonna look at your Instagram. They press follow. They go to a picture. They're probably gonna like one. If they do that, then you give them your number. There's like levels. And they want. They want you. On Instagram. They want you for you or maybe for no, no, no. For you or both. Let's go. Or for both. For you or the cloud. What does that mean? Clout. Oh, clout. Yeah. What does that mean? I know what the word. Because they want more Instagram followers. Oh. (laughs) Oh my God. So what is So it? maybe they'll just relish the attention um for their Instagram fandom even if they don't want to date you. <laughs> that, that's that important to lay people who aren't in media? Instagram followers? I mean, I think to some people Man, I guess. this isn't we're not bringing our best. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I don't know. I This is a foreign country to me, so I don't really know, but So you bombing so there you go. So we'll see. Uh, I think it also depends. I hate to say this. I mean, this is a point that's been made before. This isn't an Alice original. But um, I think it probably depends what you look like as a guy. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. If you come up to women and you say, hey, saw you working out. I think you're bomb and give them your number. I think probably the reactions to that are going to vary a bit depending on your personal appearance and demeanor. Well, I mean, if I had my shirt off, I think they'd be I fine with me so. saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and that's the another unspoken thing, of course, is that really it depends on for every approach mm-hmm. to ladies, it really depends on how good looking you are. Yeah, and I mean, and other stuff like confidence and, right. but in general, like I don't know, I'm just not personally a big fan of being approached by random strangers uh, i find it a little disconcerting right personally. that's my personal opinion uh, but you know like i've told you before and you were like uh, mad at me but like one time i was taking the train in boston and i like got off the train and this guy followed me off the train to mm-hmm. ask me out that i'd never seen before in my life and was like hey i think you're really beautiful do you want to go out and us and that's like scary because you don't know like am i gonna end up in a dumpster somewhere like why did this guy that just the, follow is me the, is that the psycho approach i don't know i mean in movies that works sometimes wow i think you're beautiful <gasps> it matters in the delivery I, mean, <laughs> I don't know i find it scary i like to slow follow in a parking structure <laughs> at night with wearing clicky heels yeah no i i don't know i just yeah also if you've ever worked retail and uh so you feel that you 
can't escape a situation because because yeah, you have to because you have to be there in yeah. the store and you can't leave and a lot of times working retail and like smaller establishments you're like alone so yeah some dude is in there and being like so when do you get off work oh, <laughs> you're like, oh my god well i assume please. that that's usually like the mall security guy too who's <laughs> like working around Please yeah, I knew a total away. loser um, who was like a 20 years old who was so enamored that the girls at um, uh, Victoria's Secret would talk to him about lingerie. He was a big loser. You don't know him, don't worry. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what uh-huh. happened to him else. He died somewhat, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. He got hit by Skylab. Yeah, so He's, maybe just never approach women at all. Maybe yeah, that's, that's yeah. Okay, a little too close to home. All right, so let's move away from this um, and go to my favorite. We don't have any uh, TikToks, I don't think, today. Did we play them all yesterday? Uh, Well, there's my guy in the Wegmans. There's your guy. Okay, this is my guy in the Mm -hmm. Wegmans. This guy guy is certainly an Mm a-hole. I don't know necessarily if he'll be um, hitting on the ladies at the treadmill I don't know. I don't think he will. I don't know what, what you base that on. I think he's already allowed know. into all the areas where he can I don't know what people. that means at all, mm-hmm. I, I, but I distance myself from it. I do condemn it. Here we go. All right. So he sees, of course, because every progressive guy wants to be a um, menagenimous, militant, and dis- militant. <laughs> What's that when you're mean to women? Misogynist? Yes, misogynist. That's right. It's uh, Thursday after a long <laughs> week, Alice. I'm okay. missing a lot. Uh, here he is. He sees a woman. He's in the Wegmans, and the best thing in the world that he could happen to him. I'm sure he waited there 17 hours. Finally, he sees a woman without a mask, and to work he goes. Hi, yeah, right here, right there. No mask, right there. There we go. Candid camera. There we go. I want you to know that your insensitivity is. What was that word? Insensitivity. Are you sure? I think he's got one extra um, syllable in there. Ridiculous. I no longer have grandparents due to this virus because of people like you. They must have been thinking, you know, on the bad side is uh, I'm going to be expired soon. The good side, I don't have to see our idiot grandson anymore. Who don't want to wear a mask in the store. It's ridiculous, actually. It's insensitive and it's disgusting as a human being for you to show so much privilege to all of these people. There are so many old people in here who have health conditions other people oh great oh whoop-de-doo congratulations for your pregnancy it's ridiculous and i want you to know that you're on candid camera and i want you to know that 4k thanks there you go al says your guy congratulations congratulations on your pregnancy what is that what is that affectation (laughs) i don't know what it is i don't like i don't know so uh, there you go. There's that guy right there, and I, mm-hmm. I don't. So once again, not approaching a uh, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, Bruce a- Willis has not worn a mask in stores on occasion. He's not approaching anyone who looks like Bruce Willis to let them know that they need to put a mask on and tell them they're disgusting. Um, he's approaching a petite pregnant woman to tell her she's disgusting. So, and accusing her of murder, mm-hmm. murdering his grandparents for some reason. Which I don't know how she managed to kill them, but you know I can imagine that potentially being uh, pregnant and having to wear a mask it could be extremely uncomfortable. Sure, uh, since it affects one's breathing uh, and. <sighs> but, but they don't stop. He is uh, he has had enough of it, and so there mm-hmm. is. So my question is about the uh, about these guys. What's he gonna do? When this is all over, well, if he acknowledges it's all over, what? The, where does that energy go to? To exposing people and uh, you know calling people out because that's a personality defect. I think it's going to continue to be about this for the foreseeable future because I think there is a section of the population that cannot let this go. I think there are, and you know, in our area up in Massachusetts, and if that's a Wegman's, I mean, I know they're. In like a lot of New York and stuff, right? Mainly Wegmans. I mean, we yes, have some from here New York, too, I but think, they're yeah. but they're probably mostly in bluer areas of the country. I would guess. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but uh, you know, in our area, there are a lot of people that are not going to let people around them stop wearing masks anytime soon. 
without harassment. Yeah. Uh, Which, I mean, look at Brookline won't lift their mask mandate, even though the CDC said outdoors, even though Charlie Baker said outdoors is OK, even though Fauci says it's common sense. And they've been saying it all along. He said recently that the outdoors is very low risk. Brookline won't lift the mask mandate. I think probably Cambridge and other places are the right. same with the outdoor. It's unbelievable. They cannot let it go. So, I mean, our school system already told us masks are still going to be required this fall. This fall. That sucks. It sucks that we're doing it in baseball and softball. Yeah. We're what are we doing four here? months away and there's more people being vaccinated every day. And we're yeah. vaccinating like another percent of the population every day. And we're already more than half. I think we have 70 percent of adults with at least one shot now in Massachusetts. So wh- what are we doing exactly here? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> it's getting to a point where it's ridiculous. Our positivity rate is dropping we're down to like one now one percent positivity on the test it's like this is this is going away this is done but there are going to be a whole bunch of people who are going to continue to pretend that they're in a pandemic for like another year yeah or some maybe forever i mean the Mm -hmm. the fact that you've got people so not so pathetically worried about dying and i know that you know Nobody wants to, I mean, you don't want to die, that's fine. But there is something about demonstrating a desperate need to not be harmed Mm -hmm. at any cost, at any cost, that's just such a bad look. To me, it just looks so dishonorable. Yeah, and I think it's also, though, it's also just purely, like, cultural and, like, a purity issue, right? It's pure signaling and saying like I'm pure, oh, I'm good. I'm a devout. Right. And yeah. you know, and there's no beyond that, it's not really about dying anymore. The risks are impossibly low. You know, if you really were that worried about dying, you would never get in a car again because that's the type of risk that we're talking about from you know, maskless people walking near you outside. So it's not really a fear of dying. Like you're not gonna die from that. Yes, that's, and in and, and you purely just about you need to show that you care about other people and i guess that explains why they always say i'm not wearing it for me i'm wearing it for you Mm -hmm. that just shows you that sets the rules of the game Mm -hmm. that see i'm taking a step a physical step for you ellipsis thus it only makes sense if you want to be my moral equivalent that you take the same step for me. Right. It's creating a relationship with random strangers by which they owe you something. Mm. And that's, I mean, like, that's a level of intimacy I don't want with all these Psychos. People. Psychos. But that's what it is. And that it really just needs to stop by absolutely normalizing not wearing masks. So, I mean, I understand when you're coaching you feel the need to. I'm volunteering at the snack shack today. I'll be wearing a mask in a snack shack because I'm volunteering at the snack shack and it's required. I am ashamed, but I'm going to do it for the hour while I'm in the snack shack. Um, But every situation where you're not obligated by some outside force to follow the rules, people need to not follow the rules. Every store you go into, every you know, baseball game that you're just attending as a parent and standing outside at, you need to not follow the rules because the only way this ever changes is if enough people are doing it that everybody lightens up. Right. Like you can only, you can only cure people of this by exposure to normalcy. Totally agree. You can't. And like, because they're never going to believe it unless like it just, I may, who knows? Maybe they still won't believe it. I don't know. Because, you know, I'll say it to people when they're like, well, you know, just to be safe. And I'm like, Florida and Texas have had no mask mandate in now months and everybody's fine. And they're like, well, good. They'll all die there. And I'm like, uh, no, but they're not actually all dying right. there. Like, so, but it, but it doesn't matter the, because then it's just like, well, Ron DeSantis just made up all the numbers. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Well, if you, I mean, like if at that point we're just not in reality and that's as crazy a conspiracy theory as... You know, as anybody who thinks QAnon is real or thinks that, like, the CDC made up all the COVID death numbers from nothing or anything else, like, they're just equally as crazy. Like, if you think Ron DeSantis is cooking the books in Florida, there's just not a mechanism for that. It's not possible. Right. Then you might but, as well. But th- Cuomo was not 
at all cooking the books in New York. You know, they were celebrating him, and they still do. Yeah. They still do celebrate him. No, Cuomo did it right. Cuomo did it right. Cuomo did it right. Psychos. Let's see how the infrastructure uh, uh, bill is coming along, Alice. Let me just tell you the way I define infrastructure. One of my definitions is the things you just need to get where you need to go. She's in charge of that. She's also in charge of the... Uh, let's see what happens I like that. Here. That's a very... Oh, 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 sorry. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. It's going to stop in a second. Don't worry about it. <laughs> let's talk about the border. This is Kamala Harris about the border. Of course, she's in charge of the southern border, as you know. Um, let's talk and, about the border. President okay. Biden has tasked you with working on the root causes mm-hmm. of the uh, migrant crisis. Yeah. That's not what he originally tasked her with. No. He tasked her with fixing the kids in cages problem at the border. But now the media has uh, gotten their marching orders and they are now saying the question that she wants to get. I listened to the speech you gave yesterday and mm-hmm. the issues you were talking about, corruption, climate change, they sound like they might take a generation to fix. How do you see that fitting into fixing the acute short-term crisis at the border? So- That's a good question because all, <laughs> all those kids are going to be 30 by the time anything else is fixed. So I have been um, asked by the president and I have taken charge of what we need to do to recognize that there are the issues at the border that need to be addressed and the Secretary of Health and Human Services, um, Javier Becerra, and the Secretary of Department of Homeland Security, Alexandro Mayorkas, is dealing with that. So, um, good luck. (laughs) Good luck. She can almost even remember the names of all the people who are supposed to be in charge of the actual border crisis now. So, and you'll see also they're bandying about these statistics of how Biden's reduced the number of uh, kids in in border patrol custody now so much. There's only 600 kids left in border patrol custody. Isn't that amazing, mm-hmm. honey? So, see what happens when you have competent people in charge who are compassionate and do the right thing. See, the only problem with that is that now all the kids who are in border patrol custody are in uh, HHS or FEMA custody. Right. So there's it's no... a shell game there, with kids. There are 20,000 kids in yes. HHS custody, but only 600 in Border Patrol custody. So we've solved the problem. Everything's fixed. There are the issues at the border that need to be addressed. And the Secretary of Health and Human Services, um, Javier Becerra, and the Secretary of Department of Homeland Security, Alexandro uh, Mayorkas, is dealing with that. <laughs> Good. With so it. glad they're on it. Great. Perfect. Uh, do I want to play this AOC? Else, this is going to make me mad. Is it something especially stupid? It's medium stupid. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Tess Holiday, Alice. I've never known who this person is. Who is she? She is uh, the first size 22 supermodel. The person I'm seeing now here uh, named Tess Holiday, mm-hmm. is called a supermodel. Yes. <laughs> She's the first size 22 supermodel. But doesn't a supermodel have to um, attract the attention of people through something called beauty? Right? What are you trying to say about her, honey? I'm saying that she's one of mine, Alice. Well, some people like that. Not enough people. You get a random you once in every few million people. <laughs> Not everybody's a chubby chaser, Alice. Uh, I would say that she is, what did she say? I'm anorexic and in recovery. Yes, can't so she came that. out. She came out this week and let us know that she's in recovery from anorexia. She can't say that. That is trolling. <laughs> you can't say that. And everybody is applauding because it's so important to point out that anorexia knows no body type. It can strike How's it anyone. Going? <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. No. Anorexia can strike anyone of any body shape and size. And it's a dangerous illness that needs to be addressed among all people. I can't play this game anymore. I'm going <laughs> to click off this. Slink away. Go to the gym and tell people they're bombing. Is it bombing? They're bomb. Oh, yeah, you're bomb. I think you're bomb. Mm-hmm. 
I think you're bomb. You think Tess Holiday is bomb. I think you're bomb. Should we do the AOC thing? I don't want to make people upset. I thought people kind of liked AOC. Okay, 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 okay. There was a thing going around okay, recently OC. where it What's was the Joe like, Biden thing with Amtrak. Um. Oh, so he had been telling a story about how this Amtrak conductor congratulated him for how many miles he he got something mm-hmm. where he had gone so many miles on Amtrak, and the Amtrak conductor like came and told him how great it was and congratulated him but it turns out the guy had been retired for like 20 years at the point yeah. in time where that's biden- very biden that's <laughs> that's standard garden variety biden that's don't we're not it's not even worth it yeah that is what he is known for <laughs> i don't think that the deficit is the most important thing uh wow that's a shock to be. hear really the author of the green new deal doesn't think the deficit is important Mm-hmm. I am shocked because that seems so deficit neutral. Hinging the our infrastructure and jobs plan on. I think um, it's not the deficit. It's things like employment. It's things like our poverty rate in the United States or rather unemployment as well. Uh, it's we should be pegging this to the actual material circumstances uh, that we want to measure ourselves against in improving people's lot uh, in this country. You know, when we talk about the deficit uh, and Republicans are playing hardball here, you know, I didn't see them being this concerned uh, when they passed the 2017 tax scam that not only uh, added trillions of dollars to our deficit, uh, but also... I want to get to this tax scam. Uh, thing that they say one i enjoyed you know, the tax right I can't, quite yes a bit. it benefited us certainly mm-hmm. um and also the reagan top marginal marginal tax rate cut took some years to really become truly fruitful mm-hmm. so but it, i mean 2019 was the best economy this country's had exactly so and people are saying this and i've heard republicans say this too if you look at gdp days and this, 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 this um and and also another thing mm-hmm. a budget item as in a trillion dollars in wind farms is a little different than allowing a corporation or human being to keep their own money that they earn. Well, right. So here's my thing is in a sense, I agree with her. The deficit is not everything. The deficit in some ways almost doesn't matter because not all deficits are created equal because the deficit is just the difference between the amount that you spend and the amount that you take from people in taxes. So I'm not for minimizing the deficit in and of itself because you can tax people a whole bunch and spend a bunch of money and you have no deficit, right? That's what Biden wants to do in his plans that he needs to pass. And as a matter of fact, he needs to pass them in a pretty deficit neutral way because the way reconciliation works, they have to be bills that don't you know, after a certain number of years impact the deficit. Right. So um, he has to pass them with raised taxes. I'm still against them because what I'm against is not the deficit in some abstract sense. I'm against uh, taking people's money and spending it on stupid stuff, which I think is really the point. You know, you can give people more of their money back. I don't care if that raises the deficit. I'd like to see you also cut the spending, as a matter of fact. But I want spending and taxes to go down. Um, And I mean, if that decreases the deficit, great. But you can also decrease the deficit by having taxes and spending both go up. And I'm against that. So the deficit isn't really the point at the end of the day. It's about taking people's money and redistributing it into stupid boondoggles for their all their green energy friends and stuff, you know, or whatever it is that we're doing this week the electric vehicle car charging stations <laughs> freaking ridiculous alice did you swear i said freaking ridiculous okay my goodness the hell's although i you? did yell at the kids today for saying freaking so. oh the other one has graduated upgraded to the f word anson has graduated to the i know F-word. And actually, i know he so i told him today not to say the f word and then he started saying freaking and i said you can't say that well either, why can't they so. use the substance what's wrong with freaking he's five he can't say freaking this he freaking used that. What the is he? real f word with <laughs> some aplomb yesterday I mean, that, like he sounded like he had been saying that for a long time he's apparently has been absorbing his well mother's- at church camp your oldest son at church camp uh 
learned a whole bunch of new words. Like what? Don't say it. Just uh, well, in the way home in the car on the ten-hour drive back, he called me a mother effort. So that in was... what context? <laughs> um, I forget what I did to to earn that. Well, it must have been time, something but... pretty damn yes, so... egregious. So, yes. So that that was the <laughs> takeaway from church camp, I guess. <laughs> Drug makers on Thursday said U.S. President Biden's support for waiving patents of COVID-19 vaccines could disrupt a fragile supply chain and that rich countries should instead share more generously with the developing world. Um, this is historically moronic that Biden's going to release the patents or is going to compel these people to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, and- not only is it a uh, slap in the face to these companies that in record time came out with these vaccines mm-hmm. and essentially are going to end the pandemic here within the next few months while, you know, it rages in other parts of the world, including the ones that have like the Chinese vaccine, for example, that does virtually nothing. Um, not only is it a big slap in the face to them, all their talks stop all their stocks took a big hit today from this news. Not only that, it's not even clear it's going to be effective because uh mRNA vaccines in particular are very very difficult to make. They require a lot of specialized equipment, a lot of, you know, specialized components. They need to be kept at very specific temperatures it's it's complicated and when they say that it's going to disrupt the supply chain what they mean is that there there are things about you know having enough syringes and manufacturing vials and all this stuff that goes into this that are complicated and the process of making mRNA vaccines is much more difficult than a typical vaccine there's a reason that we have been able to do it here and other places have not been able to do it and that is because of the expertise in the drug manufacturing we have here um you know and it, it that's because we pay top dollar for this stuff but look at the problems around the world with vaccine distribution that some of these places are having it it's because are, we have the expertise in this country and they don't. It is not clear that permitting people in India to make to these take vaccines, a shot at making the vaccine right is going to actually result in effective vaccines being manufactured in India. It, not only is it not clear that the, the, the vaccines will be effective, they could be deadly. Right. And you know, it's we could make McDonald's release the exact recipe for making a Big Mac, but it if I was president, I would. <laughs> but it's not going to mean that everybody in America is going to be able to make Big Macs as well as McDonald's. Right. Does. Well, there are elves involved in that. <laughs> but so, um, and so, to, and also just the spirit of the thing. You know, we asked these guys to partner with us for Operation Warp Speed in this incredible push, a wartime. Uh, effort, right? You know, and for their trouble, they get screwed by this donkey in the White House, right? I mean, and very soon we are going to be in a position to donate a lot of vaccines. Right. We are going to be a wash in vaccines that nobody wants to take anymore because we are going to have run out of people who want to take them. I mean, already in Massachusetts, they're now opening up all the mass vaccination sites to walk-ins, so. It's literally mm-hmm. just you find out where one is and show up. Right. That's it. So it, this is, I mean, I saw somebody online today talking about trying to get their vaccine appointment. They're like, yes, I got one for May 20th. And I didn't really, it was one of those things that I saw on my Twitter feed that like scrolled away before I could really see what the deal was. But I was thinking like, where is this person located that yeah. they're three weeks away from being able to get a vaccine? I don't know what's going on. What do you mean May 20th? Yeah. Like you, you, space? Can, you can walk yeah. into one tomorrow. I yeah. don't get it. But you, you can walk into them tomorrow. And, and in fact, we, Americans are just about are just about sated. Yeah. We're vaccine. just about out of we're people done. who want we're it. We're pushing away from the table now. We've had our fair share of the vaccine. Well, that's why they're pushing to open it up to kids now because there are a bunch of vaccine enthused people that want their kids to get the vaccine who aren't eligible yet so you know that that'll give you another little bump in the vaccine numbers if you can open it up to kids and let the people that are all excited about getting their kids vaccinated get their kids vaccinated you'll have another little but that's even fewer people than um 
then, you know, are excited to get the vaccine. Do the cat like, hey, I saw you working out. I think you're bomb. If you want, get my Instagram. Instagram. They're going to look at your Instagram. They press follow. They go to a picture. They're probably going to like one. If they do that, then you give them your number. There's like levels. And they want, they want you. On Instagram. They want you for you or maybe for No, no, no. All right, Alice, I'm about to call it a day here, a week, if that works for you, unless you've got more housekeeping to do here. It is uh, time for uh, baseball. It's time for baseball. I'm going to be in the snack shack with my mask on until I'm liberated from service. Come on Um, over to the baseball field. You guys, thank you so much. Uh, You guys bomb? They are bomb. Oh, you guys are bomb? They are bomb. Thank you so much. Uh, DM me on Insta. I'll just do it for the clout. (laughs) All right? Good. Yes, Tom wants the clout on his Insta. Great week. Do follow my Substack if you if you um can. You don't have to pay for. It. Is this one? Does this one cost money? The one this today? one costs money. Okay, this one costs money, but some of them don't. Yeah, we do at least one a week. That's free. Um. Okay, that's good. That's good. And uh, you'll get to see if you um if you subscribe, you'll get to see the young lady who said you guys bomb. You guys, you guys are, are bomb. You guys are bomb. No, they said I saw you working out, and you're and I think you're bomb. Okay. That's what she recommended he say You to will her. see her say that. As a matter of fact, I've got the video in there embedded, and you can. there's a chance that you can DM her on Insta. Thank you so much, everybody. Another great week. I really appreciate it. I'm on WTIC tomorrow, which is for us now Friday, um, at 9 anti-meridian till 12 noon, if you want to join me there as well. We really appreciate all your support, and uh, sayonara. This has been, as Tom mentioned, the Burn Barrel Podcast. He's Tom Shattuck. I'm Alice Shattuck. We are on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod and also burnbarrelpodcast.com. You can also check us out on facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast or on Gab or Parlor at Burn Barrel Podcast. We have an email address. That's burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. And you can check out our, our YouTube, YouTube channel, channel Tom, Shattuck's Tom Shattuck's Burn Barrel. Barrel. I can't talk, I can't when, talk you do that. when you do that. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.